Blog Talk Radio.
Messiah, Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church, and we're so happy that you could join us. This is such a wonderful time to be alive, and a wonderful time to be in the kingdom of God, and a wonderful time to be looking forward to the move of God in the earth. We want to thank you, Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, international, non-denominational, Protestant church founded in the love of God. And we hope that as you listen to the broadcast tonight, that you will have a better understanding of the Word of God and that you will receive something from the Lord himself. Amen? You know, for many years, I attended church growing up, and it was my intent while I was there to learn something about God, if I could. And so I would hope that you came with that same expectation, to learn something, to have a clearer understanding, to receive something of the Lord himself. Because when we come together, he promises to be in our midst. He says in the word that where two or three of us are gathered together in his name, there he is in the midst. Amen? So we know that he's here and that he desires to touch each one of us. He wants us to know his presence. He wants us to be certain of his presence. So I would say to you, open your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will fill you with his love and his grace. And we'd like to invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com That's miracleinternetchurch.com When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, Type in your name. Yes, one of those names that's on your birth certificate. And uh, put in your greeting to the saints, and the saints will respond to you. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. So we welcome you in the name of the Lord, and we thank you for joining us. Now, if you're on a cell phone, uh, you may do the same. Go to your browser and search for Miracle Internet Church. When uh, it comes up, 
Then across the banner, you'll see three white dashes against a black background. Click the three white dashes. That's the that's your link to open up all the other links. Then you may go down to MIC Radio Chat and greet everyone. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank the Lord for all who come up to participate, all who come up to learn, all who come up to receive, because the Lord is in our midst to bless us. Amen. And we are never, ever disappointed. Amen? So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we come before you in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the precious blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for the precious blood of the Lamb of God, which took away the sins of the world. We want to thank you that by his stripes, that by his stripes, we have been healed. By his stripes, we have been healed. The word says that this is his body which was broken for us. So we want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. We want to thank you that your body was broken for us. We want to thank you for the healing virtue that you provided for us. We want to thank you for paying the price that we would have this opportunity. So we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. And for everyone who is experiencing some pain, some discomfort, some need for healing in your vessel, Right now, touch yourself, if you can, where the healing is needed. Put your hands where the healing is needed as I declare the word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, the Bible said clearly that it is your will to heal all, that we must believe your report of Jesus Christ, that you are the Lord our God who heals us. And it is your desire for us to be healed. So we open our hearts to you, and we choose to believe your word. We choose to believe the precious promises of God that by the very stripes of Jesus Christ, by his body being broken on Calvary for us, that healing has been released to us. And we receive healing right now. In Jesus' name, we receive healing right now in our bodies in the name of Jesus Christ. We receive this healing, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the healing, Lord. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the healing, Lord. Thank you for your healing virtues. Thank you. Rulla la ria sandere brisce tarabri. Kiri se la ria sur, rulla la ria sura. Ishe la ria orle kisa tarabri ke. Rulla la ria sandere brisce tarabri ke. 
Rakata recite de brique de brique de rola de yosun de brichetta da broca cura erekia rala de yosun de brichetta da bro salala de yosura kahata erecite de brichetta da brique de yosun arias amen thank you lord thank you thank you thank you thank you lord we give you the praise we give you the glory we give you the honor thank you lord thank you Thank you, thank you. And, Lord, we lift up those others in our lives that we are believing for their healing as well. Ruka, runga de rebrishada de yosuta. Ruka de rebrishada de yosunda de rebrishata. Runga de rebrishada de broca de eshe de rugurra kahara. Yerriki a rukuri. Reke de rebrusa da rabrike de ridiara. Kutorobri. Risa da rabrusa da rabrike de ridiola la riosuto. Reke de rabrusa la ridionda. Rukuriki. Rala riosunda de rebrishala de yosola de ria. Reke de rusa la riosoto rabrike de ridia. Rola la riosundere brisciata rabri, yarrichiste terra brisciata roco, reke de rosola riosundere brisciata rabri, rela la riosunda barro gorro gorro gorre, reke de rosola riosundere rabri, reke de riabrusha chiasi. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the armor of God. Thank you for your very presence in our midst. Thank you for your angels, the, the ministering spirits. Every attack of the enemy is bound in Jesus' name. Every attack of the enemy against our bodies is bound in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send it back where it came from. It's not the will of the Father for, for us to have any attacks against this vessel. This vessel that belongs to Jesus Christ, bodies are for Jesus Christ, and they are his. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So everything that is not wholeness in our bodies, we send it back from whence it came, because it didn't come from our Father in the name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, our faithful Father, we know you are always there for us. Thank you for calling us into fellowship with you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Not one word of all your good promises has ever failed in our lives. And we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We rejoice in the certain knowledge, Father, that you are our very present help in the time of need. Throughout our lives, we have never seen the righteous forsaken. Even when we are lacking in faith, Father, you are always faithful to us. We know you know us because we are yours. You always hear our cry. You know our ways. You recognize our voice. How we thank you that we are your servant and you always deal well with us. Father, thank you for always being faithful to your word. It gives us great confidence to realize 
that your word will never return to you empty, but it will always accomplish what you desire, and it will achieve the purposes that you have in mind. You always have, and we know that you always will faithfully accomplish your purposes in our lives. We know you will keep us, Father. Your word never fails. Thank you for letting us experience your great faithfulness in our heart and in our soul. Thank you for loving us. You are our faithful Father, and you always keep your covenant with us. You, our great and glorious Father, will never permit our foot to be moved. Thank you for never sleeping or slumbering as you watch out for us. We know you are watching out for us even now. So thank you for always being there for us, and we rejoice in the knowledge that your mercy endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes, saints, we get real busy, but we need to always remember to thank the Lord because he's always doing something wonderful for us. He's always doing something very, very wonderful for us. He's always meeting our needs. He's always touching us in a place we think nobody knows about this and nobody cares, but he does care. And he does reach out and touch us. He does. And as we believe him, according to his word, we find out that he's closer than we think he is. He's closer than we think he is. You know, lately, I've been um, going through this particular trial. And I'll was just laying down in the bed the other day on my pillow, and I was beginning a thought. And before I finished the thought, the Lord answered me. Before I finished the thought, I was just beginning the thought. And before I finished it, he answered me. Now, saints, that's close. That's close. That's what we all have. We all have that ability, that gifting, that inheritance for closeness to our God. And we should cherish that. It's very precious. The world does not know him and does not have him. But we are his and he is ours. Amen? We are his. And he is ours. The closeness that we share with him, they don't have any part in. You see, whenever we spend time seeking the Lord, we draw close to him. And we find out how close he is to us. The world does not have this. The world doesn't have this confidence or this assurance. The world doesn't have the peace that comes from this close-knit relationship that we have with our God. They're in the middle of the hustle and bustle of whatever happens to be happening at the moment and whatever is happening to them. 
or they are concerned might happen to them. But they don't know this peaceful, confident, trusting assurance that we have with our God. They don't know it, and they find it hard to believe that we could have such a thing. They really do think we're weird, but it's okay. It's okay. We're not the weird one. We're different, but we're not weird. Amen? This is the relationship. This and so much more. Jesus Christ went to Calvary to restore this relationship. It's a precious relationship. It's a love relationship. And it's a love like no other love that we have ever known. It cannot be compared to any love that we've ever had, not even with our mothers. So I want to encourage you to stay in the relationship with the Lord. Open your heart wide to our God. Let him be what he's always wanted to be to you. Amen? Allow him room in your heart. This is a love relationship. This is a love relationship that does not fail us, even if we think it did. We just don't understand his ways. But you know, in the end, we come to find out that we were wrong about our presumption, and his love was steady and never changed. Amen? It's a love relationship. Treat it like, amen? Treat it with that kind of respect, that kind of reverence, that kind of adoration. Treat it that way because it's special and it's precious. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. There is no fear in love because perfect love casts out all fear. Amen? Amen. Perfect love casts out all fear. That's why he can say to us to trust him with all of our heart. Trusting isn't done in your head. It comes out of your heart. Amen? It comes out of our heart. And he says, don't lean to what you think. Because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His thoughts are greater than our thoughts. Thoughts are more expansive than our thoughts. We think on a pinhead, but he doesn't. He sees it all and knows it all, all at once. Amen? And he encourages us to come to him and to call on him no matter what it is we need. And he will direct our path. 
he's not going to just leave us sitting there not knowing what to do. He's going to step in. Amen? He's going to step in. Just don't think you're such a suchy much. You know so much. You know everything. You've done this before, and you know how to do it again and again and again. Um, I don't believe that any of us were here on the earth when he created the earth. Amen? And so none of us know everything, but he does. So let's acknowledge the truth. We don't know it all. Let's acknowledge the truth. We don't know it all, but he does. Amen. Let's tell the truth for a change. We really don't know it all, but he really does. Amen. Amen. He says to reverence him and depart from evil. What evil? Trying to do it your way. Trying to do it yourself apart from him. Trying to think you've got all the answers. You've never had all the answers before. Or you wouldn't have messed up all those times you messed up. Amen? So just tell the truth. That's right. Just tell the truth. It's good to tell the truth. You leave with a clean conscience. I don't know it all. I don't have to know it all. Because I know the one who does know it all. And he'll show me what to do. Amen? I don't have to know it all. I don't have to have every answer to every situation right on the on the, that spot. I don't have to know everything. That's not required of me. I don't have to have all the answers. I just have to have him who is the answer. I don't have to have all the solutions. I just have to have a strong, clean relationship with him who is the solution. I don't have to be a know-it-all. I don't have to show off saying, well, see what I know? No, that's not necessary because I don't have to know it all. But I do know him who does. And I depend on him. I don't depend on me. I'm just human. I'm made from dust and hot air. I depend on him. Amen? So when you get to that place, you don't have the answers, stop beating up on yourself. Jesus loves you. He died for you. Cut that out. Turn to him who has every answer. And seek his face, and he will come to your assistance. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. 
We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, all channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep, in Jesus' name. We bind rape and murder to its strong man, and we dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the strong men right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we chain them with eternal chains under darkness and with fetters of iron, and we put them into the spiritual cages. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, we do. Thank you, Lord. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, technopaganism and mind control by the occult. We bind forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching, spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks, designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits, their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, Sleep deprivation spirit, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirit. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind all sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks. Oh, yes, we do. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in the name of Jesus. So we bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. You're bound in Jesus' name. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer, and their attacks, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all the cauldrons and chalices, Upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians, we bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, and components. We bind everything coming off the satellite, regardless to whose satellite it is, whether it's a Chinese satellite, a Russian satellite, an American satellite, or whoever's satellite. We bind whatever's coming off the satellite that is not of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over in the name of Jesus. We scramble those signals in Jesus' name. We We block those beams with the shield of faith. We raise the shield of faith, and we block those beams in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Rella la rio sur cor le chise. Rulla la rio son de rebrisha tara brica de ridiola la rio su. Rica de rebrisha la ridia seta la brica y cita. Rulla la rica de rebrisha tara brica. Break it, break it. Break it in the name of Jesus Christ. Arregisa tara brica. Rica de rebrisha tara brisha tara brisha tara bruca. Bababababababarucata. We boomerang every beam that Jesus doesn't send. We boomerang every beam that Jesus doesn't sin in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind everything coming off the cell towers. This not of Jesus Christ. We raise the shield of faith. And we deflect all of the beams and all of the signals coming off the cell towers that would hurt or harm us in any way in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over underground and underwater demonic connections to anything that is holy in Jesus' name. With the glittering sword of the Lord, we sever those connections in Jesus' name. And there will be no reconnection in the name of Jesus. So any wizard, witch, or warlock that attempts to do us harm through those means, we ask you, Father, to deal with them and release your angels and your judgments against them immediately in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Any demon that attacks us using water as a means of attacking us, we ask you, Father, to release your fire to extinguish that one in the name of Jesus. We close our back doors in the name of Jesus. Back doors that will allow the enemy in. We close and seal and cover with the blood of Jesus and the fire of God. All black back doors in the name of Jesus Christ. Any portal that's open to the enemy, we seal it now in the name of Jesus. Any entry port to attacking us in our body. We close it and seal it in the name of Jesus. Whether it be a hereditary portal or any other kind. Even through weakness. We close it and seal it in the name of Jesus Christ. His strength is made perfect in our weakness in the name of Jesus. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all demonic frequencies coming through our electronic and technological devices in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send it back. We send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus. We send it right back. We close the portals in our computers and our other devices in the name of Jesus, and whatever wicked signal comes through, Lord, we send it right back. It has no permission to enter in Jesus' name, no transport 
Runga derra la la dioso regisa. No transport. Ruka da rise de brisha. No transport. Rada la rio corra. Ringa de brisha. No transport in Jesus name. No transport at all. Ringa da bruka de rela la rio sunda de brisha de rio la la rio sunda de brisha. We bind the angel in the whirlwind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the queen of the coast. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift the southern border to you in the name of Jesus, and we ask you to release your angels to seal and close every portal, every opening. Every portal, every opening, every open door, every unguarded place, Thank you for turning them around. Lord, release the weather. Release the weather to send them back in the name of Jesus. This is an invasion. And we bind the invasion in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the invasion in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind the invaders in the name of Jesus. We bind the invaders and we turn them around in the name of Jesus. We turn them around in the name of Jesus. We turn them around in the name of Jesus Christ. We turn the invaders around. We block and stop the invasion in the name of Jesus. From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Each one in his own boundaries. In Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of lawlessness in the name of Jesus. We push back. We push back. We push back in the name of Jesus. We push back. We push back. We push back in the name of Jesus. We push back. We push back. We push back in the name of Jesus. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord standard against him. Thank you for the standard being lifted, Father. Thank you for the standard being lifted. In Jesus' name. We bind the mouth of the false president in Jesus' name. We bind the mouth of the false president in Jesus' name. The Bible says there shall not be an evil speaker to come forth in the earth. We bind the mouth of the false president in the name of Jesus. 
the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the sender according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the fool's anger in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, heck, jinx, or vex, or spell, or sin against us in Jesus' name. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling the satellites against the website and through any other means in Jesus' name. We return all Cameroonian and Nigerian black magic, jujus, and wizardry in Jesus' name. All tribal wizardry and all work of the shamans, we return it in Jesus' name. We return all Chaldean, Japanese, Buddhist, witchcraft in the name of Jesus. We send it back from whence it came. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Mac Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, Numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, Reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no right to be here. Amen. You have no right to be here. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents and underlings in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every flying devil in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. 
We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Atlas, Zeus, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, and all false deities in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind Basilic and Baphomet in 72 in Jesus' name. We undo the works, rituals, and rites of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dogs, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, and pledge. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grip, and the wicked powers that are used in the name of Jesus Christ and the associated organization. We bind it all in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their own mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
Amen. There we go. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred us. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command you to leave us now and go right back where you came from in Jesus' name. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem for all kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted, Father, and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes, we do, before getting into any means of transportation, whether it's ours or someone else's. We cover these vehicles and the means by which we travel in the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference in our pathway of travel. And we thank you, Father, that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us. We give you praise. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons that come to attack in the night through bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, any any liquid that we are fed, any food that we are fed, we bind it up in our dreams. We bind it up in the name of Jesus Christ. Any ungodly, gothic, demonic dreams, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their intent in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the intent of the dream. We send it right back on the spirits that came, that brought it, and we send them back where they came from in Jesus' name. God did not order that dream for us, and it's not going to stay. We bind those dreams, cough those things out in the name of Jesus. Our imaginations are for God to talk to us in the night, not for you to interfere in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo. Anything coming from the enemy, we send it back in Jesus' name. We cut, burn, and destroy silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We aren't going to have any agreement with the demonic realm. Not one in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We break down and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, sorcerers, and such, divinators and liars. No matter what kind of protection and wall it is, 
We ask you, Heavenly Father, to destroy it, completely destroy it in the name of Jesus Christ. No matter how ancient it is, no matter what it is, if it's a shield or a form of protection for the occult or the demonic realm, we ask you to completely demolish it in Jesus' holy name. We break the powers of every love spell, vex, hex, and curse, fetish, psychic thoughts, or witchcraft, voodoo, magic, sorcery, jinxes, potions, mind control, bewitchments, death spirits, psychic warfare, psychic powers, sickness, pain, torment, destruction, incense and candle burnings, chantings, ungodly blessings, incantations, charms, sorcery, magic, tribal rituals, and sin. All who do, in Jesus' holy name, we send it back. It's not ours. Our Father didn't order it for us, and we reject it, and we will not receive it, in Jesus' name. We reject it. And we will not receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. We reject it. And we will not receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We will not receive it. It's not ours. It's not meant for us. We will not allow you to bring it. And you will find out, should you attempt, that the angels of God will not allow for such in Jesus' name, and neither will we. Neither will we. This is not our lot to be tormented in our sleep by some dumb demon in Jesus' name. So, devil, just know this. Don't try this with us. We are not going to put up with you. We're not just going to lay there and let you beat up on us all night long. It just isn't going to happen. No Our God has given us sweet sleep, and we're going to have it and enjoy it in the name of Jesus. You're not going to harass us in the night season when we're supposed to be resting. You're just not going to do it, and we're just not going to tolerate you. So we send this mess back to you in the name of Jesus. You eat it. It's yours. We thank you, Lord. We give you the praise for providing for your children in Jesus' name, for providing for your children in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You're good to us. You intend for good things to come to your children. Amen. And the devil can do us no harm. You've given us power and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. So, Lord, we send back spirits of blindness, even spiritual blindness, deafness, even spiritual deafness, sending back spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and all the other evil spirits. We send them back. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for releasing the peace of God found in the Prince of Peace, our Savior, Jesus Christ, over all the members of Miracle Internet Church. In Jesus' name, 
and we thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 63. Psalm 63. Psalm 63. And our verse for meditation comes from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. Our featured ebook is Christian Harvest Rapture Resurrection Bible Study. Resurrection Bible Study. You need to know what's going to happen, okay? Amen. So we have a book here. The link is in the chat room. So, in fact, it's posted twice in the chat room. So you can find it, amen, and you can find out. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, tonight, saints, we're going to talk about hope in believing. Hope in believing. Brother Bill, I forgot to do a sound check. How How is the sound? I know I sound a little nasal, but how is the sound? Is it okay? All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Hope in believing. Chapter 5, verse 14. The book of Acts. Chapter 5, verse 14. Acts. Acts chapter 5, verse 14. Amen. Acts chapter 5, verse 14. And it reads, And believers, and believers were the more added to the Lord. Multitudes, both of men and women. Well, so that tells you that the Lord believes that there's two genders. There's men and there's women. Amen? It doesn't say anything else was added. Praise the Lord. Believers and believers were the more added to the Lord who believe the Lord. It's important. That distinction of being a believer sets us apart from all others. It sets us apart from all others. And believers were the more added to the Lord. Saints, believing is essential in the kingdom of God. Believing is essential in the kingdom of God. It's so important that you can't take it for granted. It's so important that you just can't do, oh, I believe you can't do one of those. Not in this kingdom. That's what you do in the world, but not in Christ. Amen? Believing is critical in the kingdom of God. It is critical 
in God's kingdom. Amen. The early disciples of Jesus were referred to as believers long before they were ever called Christians. They were called believers first. Amen. And they were in what was called the way. The way. See, nowadays they think there are a million ways, but there are not. There's still only one. Jesus says he's the way. So there's still only one way. Whether they rebel or not, Jesus has not changed. Amen? They were easily distinguished from the mainstream of humanity by a believing spirit. They were easily distinguished from the mainstream of humanity by a believing spirit. See, there are a lot of people who believe themselves to be Christians, but they have a fearful, a doubting, and an unbelieving spirit. These people, these believers, these early Christians, had a believing spirit. This was surely one of their most predominant and noticeable and remarkable quality. They had a believing spirit. Quite different from what you find today. These believers were so persuaded in the power of the cross, in the power of the cross. These believers were so persuaded in the power of the cross that they were perfectly willing to die in defense of their faith. You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, the torture and the torment and the persecution that the early church believers suffered and endured that their bodies were literally sawn asunder. They were sawed in two. They lived in caves. They wore animal skin. No, they did not live in gated subdivisions with big fancy cars and overly expensive homes. No, that was not their case. They didn't have palatial estates. They didn't have ivory towers in their homes. They didn't have homes. They were dispersed because the government was against them. They had another king, this King Jesus, and the government was after them. And so was the religious order of the Jews. There. Amen. 
These believers were so persuaded in the power of the cross that they were perfectly willing to die in defense of their faith. They believed so completely in the reality of the resurrection that it seemed nothing could ultimately defeat them, ultimately defeat them, not even the grave. Not even the grave. They were real believers, not just churchgoers. As they were then, so ought we to be now. As they were then, so ought we to be now. You know, warfare, spiritual warfare, coming against believers and persons of conservative thought worldwide has increased. We are being deliberately um, persecuted because of who we are and who we serve. That's the truth. And many people whom we thought were true Christians have turned out to be apostates. They have left the faith, believing some doctrine that is simply not the truth. And most recently, that doctrine has been LGBTQIA+. Entire denominations have split because there were those who held true to the scriptures of the Holy Bible and those who decided not to. And so it is. As they were then, so ought we to be now. We are members of the same family. We have the same Heavenly Father. We are heirs of the same conquering spirit. We have been filled with the same supernatural capacity to believe. To believe means to do, D-O, the following. No, it doesn't mean to listen. It means to do, to accomplish, to be fully persuaded of, to be steadfast in commitment to, to fully and completely adhere to, to trust in and rely upon, to cling to, to be fully persuaded of, to be steadfast in commitment to, to fully and completely adhere to, trust in, and rely upon, and cling to. We can clearly see that believing involves much more than mere intellectual acknowledgement. You see, saints, an opinion is not faith. 
and opinion is not faith. Intellect is a sacred gift from God to be used for expressing honor and gratitude and love toward God. We often say amen or so be it to that which we do not actually understand. Opinions are concepts that we feel relatively certain about. But this level of certainty can be easily changed. That's right. Opinions are concepts that we feel relatively certain about, but this level of certainty can be easily changed. Believing embraces the acceptance, yet these believers had yet more. They had faith to believe. They had faith to believe. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me, that every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Now, saints, you need to highlight that part about not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. And then uh, put, put a note right there and says, I need to repent. Because at some point, all of us do that. It's part of the flesh nature. It's that self. some point, all of us think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think. And you know the Bible says that we ought to decrease that he might increase in us. Amen? But to think soberly, seriously, according as God, hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hmm. That's right. But to think soberly, seriously, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So God has given to all the necessary faith to believe him. God has given to all the necessary faith to believe him. Amen. What does this mean, Pastor? Well, let's talk about it. Let's go to the word. Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 8. Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 8. Romans chapter 10 beginning with verse 8. But what saith it? 
The word is nigh thee or close to thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and and shalt believe in thine heart, believe in thine heart, believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth, the heart man believeth, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Really, Pastor? Yes. Your heart and your mouth have to get involved with Jesus. Your heart and your mouth have to line up with the word of God. Really? That's right. That's what it says. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And you can't just, oh, I believe it in my heart. No, it's got to rise up and come out your mouth. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Well, okay. What about it if somebody's in, in sick, been in, an, in, a, in a wreck, and they can't talk anymore? They can blink their eyes. They can blink their eyelids. They can move a finger. They can, they can move a toe. They can do something. Amen? We've led people to the Lord who couldn't talk, but they can blink their eyelids. They can move a finger. They could squeeze a hand. They could do something. Amen. Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. How can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Your mouth keeps saying the wrong thing. Well, now it's time to go dig around in your heart with the Holy Spirit and find out where the problem is. You're springing a leak somewhere. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. If the heart is full of foolishness, that's what's coming out of the mouth. The heart is filled with wisdom, that's what's coming out of the mouth. If the heart is full of doubt, that's what's coming out of the mouth. If the heart is filled with faith, that's what's coming out of the mouth. Amen? Amen. Luke 
chapter 6, verse 45. Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, 45. Luke, chapter 6, verse 45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Mm. Oh. A true belief is not something that the mind possesses. A true belief is not something that the mind possesses. Rather, it is a certainty that possesses the mind. It is a certainty that possesses the mind. It is accepted in the mind, meditated on, then birthed in the heart of a believer then birth in the heart of a believer. This belief continues in taking over more territory in his spirit until it is a conviction. Until it is a conviction. So, you hear us pray, for the Lord to to teach us to keep our hearts with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. Now you know why. Psalm 19, verse 14. Psalm 19, verse 14. Psalm 19, verse 14. Amen. Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So now we understand the importance of that scripture. Real believing involves a deep inner transformation and progressive growth. A deep inner transformation and progressive growth. Jesus has given us wonderful and precious promises. Yes, he has. But you need to believe them in order for your faith to be released in him. Believing must happen. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 47. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, 
verse 47. John chapter 6, verse 47. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. So you see, the believing is critical because without it, you can't have everlasting life. The believing is critical. Without it, you cannot have everlasting life. You can't just believe any old thing you feel like believing. You must believe the truth. You must believe the Heavenly Father's testimony of Jesus Christ. You must believe in Jesus Christ and all the ideals and principles and commandments that he taught and lived. You can't just believe any old thing out there in the airways because you feel like believing it. That's not true Christianity. See, some people have exposed themselves to corrupted religion. And they've heard a phrase here and a phrase there and a phrase here and some other things here and some other things there. And they've been to this thing, that thing, the other thing. And corruption is still working in their lives. But you see, the corruption has got to be pushed out by the truth of the word of God. The corruption must leave. That the truth of the word of God takes the preeminence. Amen. Amen. So, Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Mark. Chapter 9, verse 23. Mark, chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If you can believe, things are possible to him that believeth. That's a serious promise. But it doesn't work if there's no belief engaged in Jesus. Amen? Mark chapter 16, verse 16. Mark chapter 16, verse 16. Mark 16, verse 16. Amen. Praise the Lord. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. He that believeth not shall be damned. 
So you see once again that the believing is critical to our salvation. It's not optional. You can't pick it up and lay it down, sit it on a shelf, put it in a jar, come back to it later, leave it in the freezer. It doesn't work that way. We have to have active believing. It's got to be more than just a notion. Amen? Praise the Lord. The Gospel of John, Chapter 3. The Gospel of John, Chapter 3, beginning with verse 14. The Gospel of John 3, beginning with verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him, that whosoever believeth in him, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. You have to have the believing in him to miss the perishing and to inherit eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, see, I told you this is a whosoever will faith, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's essential, you see. Verse 18, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 18. Verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. You've got to believe in the name for salvation. You can't come up with some other name. You can't make up some other name. No, you can't do it your way. It's his way. Amen. It's his name. It's not the name. It's not the name you want to make up. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's no change in here, no variableness, no here one minute and there the next, no. There is none other name 
under heaven, given among men whereby we must be saved. You can't make this thing up. You can't listen to some person who's from some other cult and they're going to tell you how to be saved. It's just not going to happen, honey. It's not going to work like that. It's not going to work that way. Amen. It's not going to work that way. John chapter 3, verse 36. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 36. John chapter 3, verse 36. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. This is some critical believing. You have to be certain, certain beyond your opinion. He that believeth not the Son shall not see light, but the wrath of God lives on him. Uh-huh. Well, John chapter 6, verse 35. The Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 35. John chapter 6, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. I am the bread, not the crackers, the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Do you believe that, Saint? Do you really believe that? John chapter 6, verse 40. The Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 40. John chapter 6, verse 40. And this is the will of him that sent me, Jesus is saying, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And this is important. And I will raise him up at the last day. No believeth. No being raised up at the last day. The believing is critical. You got to have that. Or you can forget about being raised up at the last day. Amen? I've been looking forward to that. I hope you have too. The Gospel of John, Chapter 11. The Gospel of John, chapter 11, beginning with verse 25. The Gospel of John, chapter 11, beginning with verse 25. Chapter 11 of the Gospel of John, beginning with verse 25. Jesus said unto her, 
I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Not a life, the life. Not a resurrection, the resurrection. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Miracle? Believest thou this? You need to make sure you believe this. It's so easy to say, yes, I believe this, but you need to check out your knowing. You need to check you out. You need to ask Jesus to inspect you to make sure that you believe this. It's important. It's really important. Jesus said unto her, Jesus says unto you, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me, liveth in me and believeth in me, shall never die. Believest thou this? To know that you know that you know. Way down in your knower. John chapter 12, verse 46. John chapter 12, verse 46. The Gospel of John, chapter 12, verse 46. <coughs> Jesus speaking. I am come a light into the world. I am come a light into the world that whosoever, there's that whosoever again, whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. That whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Amen. Amen to the Lamb of God. Romans. Romans chapter 3. Romans. Romans chapter 3. Beginning with verse 25. Romans. Romans chapter 3. Beginning with verse 25. Speaking of Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation, the atoning sacrifice. That's what that means. Write it in the margin so you don't forget. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation. Or the atoning sacrifice through faith in his blood. Faith in his blood, that's right. 
faith in his blood. Declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. No believing in Jesus, no faith in his blood, no remission of sin. No, just as if I had never sinned. None of that. Because he is the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. No believing in Jesus, no faith in his blood, no remission of sins that are past. Amen. This believing is critical. Yes, it is critical. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Jesus has given us wonderful, precious promises. If we believe in Jesus Christ and the Father's testimony of him, it is certain, though, that the act of believing referred to by the Son of God involves much, much more than just mentally acknowledging the facts of Jesus' historical existence. You know, there's this course uh, that has been taught in different places called uh, The Bible is History. Well, yes, the Bible has a lot of historical accounts throughout, but the Bible is far more than history. It is the Word of God contains the power of God for those who will believe. Amen. This believing is very important. You can't just float around with a group that says, well, there's this ancient book called the Bible, and I believe it has something to do with God. No, you can't hang with that group. You can't be saved if hanging out there. If you want to hang there, you still don't have eternal life. Amen. You've got to have more. It hinges on much more than just an intellectual acceptance of the story of his crucifixion. That's right. Go anywhere, the grocery store, the coffee shop, wherever people are. And they heard about this Jesus, something about him dying on a cross, 
or something, but they are not so sure that's so accurate. They don't know if they really believe that or not. These people are lost. If our gospel be hid, it's hid to those who are lost. Amen. If our gospel be hid, it's hid to those who are lost. They're wandering around in the dark on the earth without God. 2 Corinthians 4, 3. 2 Corinthians 4, 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. They don't get it. They're still lost. But he say here, Christian, uh-uh, they don't get it. They're still lost. All right? Amen. You know, the dog can parrot singing like a canary, but there isn't a dog that's actually a canary. Amen? The dog is still a dog. It's not a canary. It can try to parrot it and sing like a canary, mimic it and sing like a canary, but it's still a dog. And it can sing all day. It'll still be a dog. It won't ever be a canary. Oh, but they say they're Christian. And mm-hmm. You know, I've heard this little foolishness go on for decades, a long time. Mother has has a, 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 a son, and he marries this woman of the world. And she says she a Christian. Now, you know full well in your heart you don't believe that. But when asked about it by someone else, then that's the song and dance you sing. Sorry, that won't work. Well, he told me he was a Christian. And I want to say, and you didn't inspect any fruit? He told me he had a church. And he told me, and he told me, and I know people that have done this and ruined their lives. And he told me, and he told me, and she told me, and she told me, and they they just suck up every lie that comes along. Why? It's a song they want to hear. Amen. But here, we teach you to forsake lies, forsake foolishness, and walk in the truth, whether you like the truth or not. Amen. Amen. So we've determined that true believing hinges on much more than just an intellectual acceptance of the story of Jesus' crucifixion. To meet the standards of a believer, we must be fully persuaded in our hearts that Jesus Christ 
is who the scriptures declare him to be, period. We must be steadfast in our commitment to the ideals and commandments that he upheld. We must fully adhere to the truth of the word. We must meet, we must needs be trust in his promises and rely upon the power of his grace. Let me give that to you again. To meet the standards of a believer, we must be fully persuaded in our hearts that Jesus Christ is who the scriptures declare him to be, period. We must be steadfast in our commitment to the ideals and commandments that he upheld. Mm -hmm. We must fully adhere to the truth of the word. We must needs be trust in his promises and rely upon the power of his grace. We must never let go of the work which the God had accomplished on Calvary regardless of what comes our way. No human can reach this depth of faith through mere human willpower. It is the product of a spiritual rebirth. Believing is referred to at least 250 times in the New Testament alone. When we are born again, we receive a new nature. It is a Christ-like nature. It then becomes natural for us to desire steadfastness in our commitment to the commands contained in his word. When we are transformed by the washing of regeneration, what? That's right, the washing of regeneration. Titus chapter 3. Titus. Now I learned this when I was a little girl. Titus chapter 3, beginning with verse 4. Titus. Chapter 3, beginning with verse 4. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. 
by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us, poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. But according to his mercy, he saved us. It wasn't because you were the first person to give $200 to the new church building project. No. It was according to his mercy he saved us. Amen. Amen. It's real. When we are transformed by the washing of regeneration, the renewing of the Holy Ghost, we began living in the realm of spiritual realness where believing is a spontaneous and automatic action and reaction. We began living in the realm of spiritual realness where believing is a spontaneous and automatic action and reaction. As we grow in the Lord, we become aware of the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God so that we will know the exceeding greatness of his power, which is released who believes. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That means you didn't have light before, now you do. That ye may know. It doesn't say guess or presume. It says no. What is the hope of his calling? And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who do what? Who believe? To usward who believe? according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. That's right. So that we will know the exceeding greatness of his power, which is released to us who believe. God wants us to clearly see. God wants us to really understand who Jesus Christ is and what he has done for us. So he floods our hearts with his light and life-giving truth. The unveiling of God's holy power 
floods our lives with excitement, anticipation, and fulfillment. Every day is a new experience with God. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Yes, that means you need to recap. You need to listen to it again and again and again until it sinks in. You need to listen to it again and again and again and again. And then pray about it, meditate on it, and listen to it again so that it can sink down, down, down deep in your heart. Amen? Amen. That is my prayer for you. And I bind the devil from being able to steal one syllable of this word from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Mm, Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes, God is real. And We want everybody to have an opportunity to know how real God is. Yes, God is real. Amen. Let's see. Where are we going from here, Lord? What's it looking like to you, Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Area code 818, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Oh, hi, Apocalypse. I've been sick, um, and I've been listening to Wednesday's podcast on today's, and um, I don't know what hit me all of a sudden, but I've been, like, in and out of sleep trying to, and I'm telling you, I'm, like, feeling, I'm starting to feel better just listening. But I want to pray about that, and I also want to pray about... um, there's stuff like God's having me do, and it's it's um I love it. It's great, but I just continued asking for guidance, and then uh, continued deliverance. Um, I'm losing the weight. I'm down like 73 pounds, but um, I want like continue, and He's changing me how I look at everything, and I just I just want to continue deliverance. But I guess what's really bothering me is that really huge. I have a huge um. Like eighty percent of my intestines are like outside of the stomach wall, and um, I just want deliverance. And then he also asked me um, to pray for him because his thank God he got good news at the uh, doctor for his retina, but for some reason his cornea um, it blew out from I guess all the surgery, and 
Um, so they want to do a, like another surgery on that and like put cells in it or something. But I, I just we just want God to like he doesn't he needs to increase his faith because he doesn't really have a lot of experience with being healed. He doesn't really understand that it can just be healed without interventions. But um, but he wants to pray for that because that's what he would really love to have happen. <clears throat> Does the dog want prayer too? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, my uh, I think my daughter's out there and stirring the one up and just getting the other one stirred up. But they can use prayer. I do need prayer for my dog, actually. All right. Well, let's start with the dog. Heavenly Father, in the Thank name you. of Jesus Christ, saints in your prayer language, please. We lift our sister's pets to you. Rila la rio surre kaha. Sharugur bolaria sunde de brisha da rabri. Rula la rio sunde de brisha de rio la la rio sunde de brisha de rio sula. Rike de brisha da brikisi. The Lord says, Do you want him to increase your faith? Sure. Yes, but for Lee, I know Lee wants to increase his faith. No, that's not the question. You can only answer okay, the question. Me, yeah. The question is, yes, the Lord says, do you want him to increase your faith? Yes, ma'am. All right. Yes. Heavenly Father, she's answered in the affirmative. Rika, ruka da da brisha. Rumba baba bruko te da brisha la radia suta. Rika da da brike. Durru gurre kisa da da brike. Ruka te da brisha la radio sunde de brisha da da brike de. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I take authority, dominion, and power over this overwhelming concern. Whenever a challenge rises up, it's overwhelming. Whenever a situation comes, it's overwhelming. It's still seeping in from that that those fears from the past. <laughs> We've talked about this before, that you must keep your eyes on Jesus and not on the water, Peter. Uh You must actually do this. Every time a concern comes up, it becomes overwhelming, and it hinders your faith. But you have to learn to speak to that storm and say, peace be still, and know that when you say it, it will be still. Yeah, Amen. Right. I do, yes, because even with the stuff going on in my apartment and, like, like, just so much stuff. You're right. I'm. Oh, I feel overwhelmed because there's so many attacks on so many. Or and like, it's not all bad stuff. It's good stuff too. But it, you're right. It's so much. I'm. I'm looking at the. I am. I, I agree with that. You gotta learn to and walk in First Peter five seven. You gotta learn to cast your cares as fast as you get them. Right. As soon as they come, you've got to cast them. You can't hold on to that. See, once you start to take it on, once you start to take it on, you start looking at self to come up with answers and solutions 
and how to do it and what to do it. No, you just went down the wrong path. That's the wrong way. You need to shut that door and keep it shut. The minute it comes up, it's depending on the Lord, casting the care on the Lord, actually doing Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7, immediately, at once, no hesitation. You're giving the enemy an opportunity to get a wedge in because you don't respond to it instantaneously. You don't shut him out at the onset. You let it sit there for a little while, and then he's in. And then you're in a tailspin. Right. Amen. Amen. I, I, I do the spiritual warfare every day, you know, and I try to do that, but you're right. I'm not casting, I'm not, I'm missing the casting it at down at his feet, whatever, you know, or, or, you know, I'm missing that element of it. You're right. The minute it shows up, the second it shows up, go into action. You can't sit there and meditate on it. You've got to immediately cast that care. Can you ask God to remind me of that? Like, you know what I mean? If I forget, like, can can we ask God to remind me of it in the moment? Yes, you can get you a, a piece of paper. You can write it on there and tape it on your refrigerator and on the bathroom mirror. Right. Amen. Amen. First Peter five seven, cast your care immediately. At once. Jesus says, Take no anxious thought. No anxious thought. And that's where the fear comes in, with the anxious thought that you take. That's why you have Second Corinthians ten five to cast it down. Amen. Right. Amen. Yes, I, I definitely see that as being the missing element. I do. I see. All it. right. So you can work Thank on that you. now. Amen. Now, Father, yeah, we just lead up to you, and we lift his condition with his eye. We place this into your hands so we know that you are working it out for his good. Whether he understands it or not, Father, we ask you to relate to Lee on his level so that he can increase in his faith in you. Relate to him in a manner that he can receive and he can understand. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Our sister's body A long time ago, we placed her body in your hands, Jesus. Her body belongs to you. The Bible says that the body belongs to you. It's for the Lord. It is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And whatever concerns her body already concerns you. We thank you, Lord, that you're taking care of this this situation. You're providing answers and solutions in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And bless follow you. the instructions, and you'll do much Amen. better. Amen. 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 Praise Thank the Lord. You. Praise the Lord. We love you. Amen. Praise God.
Area code 405, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Hello, Dr. Sabrina. Thank you for taking my call. Um, just mm. want to give a testimony. And I apologize for my uh, tardiness on giving this testimony. I About four years ago, I first um, heard about deliverance in general from a new coworker and found Dr. Pat on Fox Murray Spirits. And um, my background, basically, uh, for the half of my life lived as a homosexual and in uh, 2015 I realized that there's something strange going on in the world and um, I just I realized I, I couldn't participate uh, in what was going on and so I, I went out and got a bible and uh, was reading it but didn't really understand what I was reading and uh, got a little frustrated but I just I kept on and uh anyway i saw the uh i listened to the podcast and having never done this before i went on a three-day fast uh water only and i got some deliverance and i feel like at that moment i got free from that homosexual spirit and um after listening to dr pat speak i uh found uh the supernatural channel on youtube and just listen to the podcast that, uh, you, you know, your programs. And I would listen to them over and over again. And I'd listen to another one. And I'd listen to it over and over again. And things that you um, and Dr. Pat said would happen when you turn away from the sin. Uh, the devil's going to put something in front of you to try to draw again. That happened. Uh, Dr. Pat's story, of she went to the church and she told the Lord she didn't want somebody uh, touching her. Uh, the same thing happened to me like two months ago, and it's just God is so good. Um, and I just, I'm still getting deliverance and free from stuff. And I, I just, I can't thank you enough um, for your ministry. I'm so blessed. Um, uh, you all are just so amazing and, 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 and honoring the Lord and being obedient to the Lord. And I, I can't thank you enough. And I still get deliverance uh, even uh, last couple of weeks, um, being able to listen to Blog Talk Live, uh, which is something new for me because I'd always listen to the overbroadcast and, and uh, things like that. But I just wanted to thank you, and uh, it's it's just been so helpful because everything that you all said that I needed to expect or we need to expect from the enemy, aware, and I was able to um, defend myself. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm sorry. There's so much more I want to tell you, but I don't want to take up so much of your time. But I am going to try to uh, – I have to get up at like 3 o'clock in the morning every morning to for my job. And uh, so sometimes I'm falling asleep on Wednesdays, but Fridays is my day to try to make myself stay awake. Uh, so I am going to try to call in every Friday and maybe tell you a little bit more. But like I said, there's so much. Uh, Adventures in Jesus is what I call it. Because uh, the Lord, was, my friend and I, uh, he's he's had us go different places and uh, and uh, pray and do spiritual warfare and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I just learned so much because of uh, y'all's teaching. Well, you may write me an email at gproom at outlook dot com and tell me all about it. I'd like to read that. Uh, Oh, yes, ma'am. I sure will. I sure will. And uh, I like I said. And 
uh, you ought to come over uh, to Miracle Internet Church, and you can leave YouTube. YouTube is starting okay. to take things down. You need to come yes. over to MiracleInternetChurch.com. Everything yes. is on the website. Everything is not on YouTube. Yes, ma'am, that's true. All right. All right. Okay. God bless you, and thank you for the testimony. You're welcome. Thank you. I love you. Jesus loves you. Thank you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Praise the Lord. What a blessing. Praise the Lord. What a blessing. What a blessing. Amen. What a blessing. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God always has a blessing for you. See, I told you he gives. He's in the blessing business. Amen. He's in the blessing business. Yes, he is. So tonight, saints, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the European Commission in Brussels has backed a scheme by the globalist government of Prime Minister Mark Rutte or Root in the Netherlands that would see thousands of farms shut down in order to comply with the European Union climate goals. On Tuesday, the governing arm of the European Union officially threw its support behind plans by the Dutch government to buy out thousands of farmers from their farms in order to meet the EU's Natura 2000 scheme to protect certain environments. The plan, which would offer farmers 120% of the value of their farm could see some 3,000 so-called peak emitters of nitrogen shut down. Now, let me tell you something. When God made this planet, he made nitrogen to do exactly what it's supposed to do. But they think they know more than God. They think the climate belongs to them. I have news for them. That's not what the Bible says. It says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That includes the nitrogen. It is unclear before this week whether the EU would permit such a scheme, as it could have potentially fallen unfavorably of regulations surrounding state aid or subsidies. However, Brussels said that the plans were necessary and appropriate as they met the broader goals of the European Green Deal. In addition to the plan to buy out or eventually force out if they refuse to cooperate, the peak emitting farms, the government is also planning an additional scheme that would give dairy, pig, and poultry farmers a deal for 100% of the value of their farm 
if they desire to shut down. They're going to pressure them. In total, some 1.4 billion euros is projected to be set aside for both farm shutdown schemes. Now, where do you think that money is supposed to come from? Mm-hmm. Should the plan go ahead, it would not only be an enormous blow for the farming industry in the Netherlands, which is one of the most productive in Europe, but could also but could possibly affect other nations as well. Given that part of the circumstances of the buyout scheme is that the Dutch farmers would be forbidden from relocating to other countries and starting up farms abroad, meaning that their knowledge and ability would be destroyed. Doesn't that sound like the devil to you? It sure sounds like Satan to me. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications and such and his intervention, his direct intervention in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a recently published U.S. State Department grant opportunity accepting applications through Wednesday offers tens of thousands of dollars to English teachers in Pakistan who specialize in teaching transgender youth in addition to other marginalized communities such as Afghan refugees. Amen. You know, the devil's been busy, and we try to keep you abreast of his foolishness. Amen. The grant first posted online in March but unearthed in the trove of State Department notices of funding opportunities by Fox News on Tuesday focuses on English language education in the Islamist country as a way to enhance people-to-people ties between Pakistanians and Americans. Titled Pakistan English Language Professional Development for Teachers, Students, and Young Professionals, the grant offers So we're giving away money, money that belongs to somebody, Mm -hmm. in total to eligible nonprofits, (coughs) non-governmental associations, and other organizations to teach English in the country. The grant sets aside up to $75,000 to split between eligible applicants who engage in intensive professional development courses for Pakistani transgender youth from the ages of 13 to 25 and intensive professional development courses for Afghan teachers students, and young professionals residing in Pakistan. The text of the grant announcement does not specify why Afghans and transgender Pakistanis appear in the same category for purposes of funding. Offered 
by the English language office of the American embassy in the country, the funding aims to improve human capacity by creating a better educated and more skillful workforce. So why do we need that? This program will increase participants' English language proficiency, employability, here it is, and leadership and critical thinking skills, enabling them to become productive members of their community and society, the State Department explained. In addition to Afghans and young Pakistani transgender people, the funding is intended for English language teachers from non-mainstream institutions and novice Pakistani English language teachers. English language pronouns are a key component of U.S. government public diplomacy efforts in Pakistan, creating valuable opportunities for the mission to engage key audiences as well as providing lasting and meaning professional, educational, and personal opportunities for Pakistan-based program participants, the grant opportunity text explains. It does not comment on the singling out of transgender youth as an intended category. Pakistan is an equivocally Islamist Sharia-ruled country governed by a constitution that appropriates Islam, the state religion, and a penal code that imposes the death penalty for some forms of blasphemy. Pakistan's law also outlaws homosexuality but protects transgender identity. As in many Islamic regimes, most distinctly Iran, transgender identity is partially allowed as a means of corrections by making them straight. People who publicly identify as transgender can legally marry in Pakistan, but only in biologically opposite-sex unions. The government believes that if you are a gay man, your soul is that of a woman, and you should change your body. That's what it says. Iranian LGBT activist Shadi Aman explained in a 2020 interview, we think this is a way to fight the existence of homosexual people because you change their body and you solve the problem. He is wrong. He needs to come to the U.S. and find out that doesn't work. Unlike Iran, Pakistan does not force suspected gay or lesbian people into gender reassignment surgery. It has also been long viewed as a third gender, an ancient description indigenous to formerly Mughal region. Though whatever that is, they said something Sarah, are regarded as a third gender, and many do not identify as transgender, but a separate identity from the Western recognition of the term. The Pakistani Supreme Court recognizes a legal, recognized a legal third gender in 2012. 
Pakistan passed a law in 2019, the Transgender Persons Protection of Rights Act, that allows citizens to legally change their gender and explicitly protects the political rights of self-identified transgender people. Given the gendered nature of Sharia, depriving women of many basic political and economic rights in Pakistan, the Transgender Persons Protection of Rights Act has complicated the implementation of such laws. Pakistan uses the Islamic system of inheritance, which divides assets among descendants based on their gender. Men get twice as much as women, Voice of America explained in September. The act stipulated that a person identifying as a trans man would also get twice as much as a trans woman. The law has done little to halt acts of mob violence against transgender people and whatever that word is, Sarah, which is common along with honor killings of women, mob lynchings, known Christians, mob lynchings on known Christians and other types of community violence. Asian News International estimated last year that about 10,000 people in the country of about 231 million identify as transgender or third gender, acknowledging that police do not act in the threat of violence against them. The transgender community faces discrimination and killings regularly that restrict their movements as free citizens of the country. These people are devoid of their fundamental human rights, including the right to life, right to education, right to have equal job opportunities as well. The U.S. State Department grant is one of a large amount of financing opportunities similarly focused in the direction of LGBT issues. In December, the agency announced a grant for organizations to counter stigma against the transgender community in India. Similarly, the State Department proclaimed Freedom of Expression grants in February, pressuring, pressing possible beneficiaries to introduce proposals with a strong gender analysis that looks at the unique needs of women and girls, including lesbian and bisexual women, as well as transgender, intersex, and other gender-diverse and gender-nonconforming persons for his adjudications and direct intervention in such in Jesus' name. Now, saints, if you can remember back to when uh, President uh, Barack Obama went to Africa, uh, I'm not going to try to call the name of the country immediately because I'll probably pick the wrong one, okay? He went there with the intent of telling those people they had to give up their ideas against homosexuality. And the people we heard, we got a wind of what they had planned. They planned to turn around and put their posteriors in his face when he got to that part of his speech. That was their plan. The crowd was going to turn their back, expose their posteriors, peers that the president of the nation got wind of it too. So he made a statement before um, Mr. Obama began informing him 
that he was not to bring that topic to the podium. He was not to do that. They weren't going to change for him, and that's the way it is. And that's the only thing that stopped those people from turning their back and putting their posteriors in the air to Barack Obama. There you have it. Everybody doesn't swallow all of this. Amen? We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio issued a subpoena to the FBI earlier this month demanding information on its alleged program to surveil Catholics for the signs of radicalization, which some say is only one component of a larger agenda by the Biden administration to target people of faith. In a letter to FBI Director Christopher Way, Jordan wrote that whistleblower testimony and heavily redacted documents from the FBI show how the FBI sought to enlist Catholic houses of worship as potential sources to monitor and to report on their parishioners. Among other things, Jordan's subpoena states that the FBI relied on the Southern Poverty Law Center to suggest that certain kinds of Catholic Americans may be domestic terrorists. There you have it. That's the label. You know how you heard that label. Well, no, you didn't. You weren't alive then. You know, McCarthy had labels. Everybody was a communist. You know how that goes. They can't, they can't handle you any other way. They start by labeling you. The FBI has disavowed the document, declaring that there would be an internal review, but several Republican attorney generals said they weren't satisfied with the FBI's response. Some of our first states were founded as safe havens for religious dissenters, Virginia Attorney General Jason Myers wrote in a letter to Ray and Attorney General Merrick Garland. There is no right more sacred to American democracy than the right to worship freely. Nineteen other attorney generals joined him in the letter. Anti-Catholic bigotry appears to be festering in the FBI and the Bureau is treating Catholics as potential terrorists because of their beliefs, it reads. Now, if they're at the Catholics now, don't sneeze. They'll be here. The FBI's scrubbing of the document for from its system and purported review of the process that created it in no way reassures us that this memorandum does not reflect a broader program of secretive surveillance of American Catholics or other religious adherents, filtration of their houses of worship. Now, they've been doing that for the long Them and the IRS have been infiltrating churches for decades, okay? And I can prove it. It assures us only that the FBI is embarrassed at the public revelation of the memorandum's content. Like Mike McDonald, communications director for the Catholic League, a civil rights organization said that President Joe Biden is the most anti-Catholic president in American history. And by that, I mean that he's actively working against the church and fundamentally trying to undermine the teachings of Catholicism, he said. Peter Breen, 
an attorney at the Thomas More Society, which has acted as defense counsel for pro-life activists who have been charged by the Department of Justice, said that pro-life protesters at abortion clinics are being charged with conspiracies to violate rights under the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act could be sentenced up to 10 years in a federal penitentiary. Breen successfully defended Mark Huck, a pro-life protester who was arrested by the FBI in front of his family in September 2022. We prayed about that, remember? After local authorities declined to press charges following an altercation at an abortion clinic, they sent 25 federal agents to his home at 7 o'clock in the morning and dragged him out, Breen said. Obviously, he obviously did not resist, but they made a spectacle of re- arresting him with large rifles, ballistic shields, battering rams, and they did it for a specific, very specific purpose, to scare pro-life people, not just Mark, his wife, and family, but pro-life people across the country that they should fear that the federal government will come and knock on the door and take them away. By contrast, some say, federal law enforcement has done little against violent attacks, including assaults and firebombings against pro-life individuals and institutions. The FBI does have a mandate to stop these type attacks and repeatedly does nothing, McDonald said. When traditionalists speak, when conservatives speak, It is an act of violence, but the violence that the left-wing people commit in the street regularly is just speech. If you are pro-choice on abortion, you can get away with numerous horrible crimes, Green said. But someone who is pro-life and did no harm to anyone will have the full weight of the U.S. government deployed against them. Since the May 2022 leak of the Supreme Court decision to overthrow the Roe versus Wade abortion ruling, more than 100 churches and pro-life pregnancy centers have been attacked. The Family Research Council reports that as of March, there have been 39 cases of churches being vandalized and 64 cases of pro-life centers being vandalized, firebombed, or otherwise attacked. In addition, the FRC reports more than 20 cases of assaults on Christians and pro-life individuals, disruptions of church services, bomb threats, and other actions. A pro-abortion group called Jane's Revenge claimed responsibility for at least 18 of the incidents of vandalism and firebombing. The FBI stated that it was investigating the incident. However, fewer arrests have been made. Senator Marsha Blackburn told Garland during a hearing, you have one tier of justice for people that are conservatives and another for those who are on the left. Blackburn told Garland that for all the attacks on pro-life organizations, only two people have been indicted, whereas 25 people are indicted under the FACE Act, which protects abortion centers. Garland responded, we are very concerned about these kinds of firebombings. And I agree with you that they're happening around the United States. The FBI has put its resources into this, and we are investigating it in every way. We offer rewards for anyone who has information. You told me earlier that you don't know who Jane's Revenge is, Blackburn told Garland. 
they are all over Twitter. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to send you a letter with a whole lot of Twitter and different feeds to help you in that investigation for the Hope Clinic. In an attempted firebombing, a Molotov cocktail was thrown through a window of the Hope Clinic, a pro-life pregnancy crisis center in Nashville, Tennessee, in June 2022. Jane's Revenge was sprayed, sprayed painted on the outside of the clinic. My constituents want to trust the DOJ. They want to be able to trust their government. They are very concerned about what appears to be, by actions, two tiers of justice. And this is something that they do not see as equal treatment under the law, Blackburn said. Green said his organization has hired private investigators to try to get relevant evidence and then hopefully to hold those who have done these acts of vandalism to account. We waited patiently for the law enforcement officials who have the broad power of government to do their work. And we've waited long enough, Green said. Private citizens should not have to pay out of their own pockets to try to get justice when you've got a group of individuals doing violence and vandalism to their nonprofit charities, to their churches. With the awesome power that the government has to locate any one of us, to know exactly where we are in any moment, to know how we're spending money, how we communicate, it defies logic to think that the government doesn't know who the large majority of the vandals and violent individuals who have done these terrible things to pregnancy centers and churches are and where they are and what they are up to. In addition to law enforcement, the Biden administration has been criticized for attempting to force people of faith to act against their conscience in areas such as abortion and transgender surgeries. The Equality Act, which Biden supports and which was passed by a Democrat-controlled House in 2021 but wasn't passed by the Senate, prohibits discrimination on the basis of both sexual orientation and gender identity. It also places its enforcement above the right to practice religion. President Biden himself has spoken about how he supports the Equality Act, which would completely eviscerate anything resembling conscious rights, McDonald said. He would force Catholic hospitals, Catholic doctors, Catholic health care providers to perform abortions. In addition, other federal agencies under Biden, such as the Department of Education and the Department of Health and Human Services, are interpreting Title IX, a law written to ensure equal treatment for women in educational organizations that receive federal funding to classify refusal to perform abortions or transgender surgeries as sexual discrimination. Somebody's going to hell. Apparently, whenever they talk about abortion, they can figure out what a woman is, McDonald said. The Christian and Catholic hospitals are being forced to do transgender surgeries, abortions, that sort of conscious violating conduct. It requires an utter disregard for both the spirit and the letter of our religious liberties and the First Amendment rights, Green said. These efforts are so aggressive and they're so pervasive, not just at the federal level, but they're happening in more liberal states too. 
And so it's not hard to conclude that this is an organized effort by a group of people that really want to make an example of people of faith and institutions of faith to get them to stop. On college campuses, the Department of Education has been working to overturn a Trump executive order that required colleges and universities to give equal treatment and funding to religious student organizations. Over the past few years, we have seen a concerning increase in incidents on college campuses where free speech and free association of students has been restricted due to religious beliefs, Representative Tim Wahlberg stated, introducing the Equal Campus Access Act 2023 to reinstate religious rights at schools. Students should not have to give up their First Amendment rights to speech, religion, and association to attend a public college. In addition, the Biden administration last week barred Catholic priests from ministering to service members at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. Just before Easter, Walter Reed issued a cis and deceased letter to the Holy Name College Friary stating that they must stop providing religious services at Walter Reed. Instead, the contract for pastoral care was granted to Mac Global LLC, a defense contractor that provides janitorial supplies and industrial machinery, among other things. Anti-Christian rhetoric has also heated up in left-wing media outlets, some of which argue that actions against Christians may be justified by what they perceive perceive as a threat of Christian nationalism. Under the headline, January 6th may have been only the first wave of Christian nationalist violence, Time, a news publication, wrote, We are forgetting that January 6th was very much a religious event. White Christian nationalism on display. Really? We must remember that because evidence is mounting that white Christian nationalism could provide provide the theological cover for more events like it. Another article printed by ABC entitled, Christian Nationalism Threatens Democracy, Some Experts Say, stated that experts say there are also also are links between Christian nationalism and far-right groups or movements. An article in Salon magazine titled How Christian Nationalism Drove the Insurrection, a Religious History of January 6th, cited Christian speeches and symbols during the January 6th riots and stated that no matter how explicit and violent the religious rhetoric swirling around Stop the Steal was, it was little recognized before the January 6th attack. The article quotes, A. Butler, Religious Studies Chair at University of Pennsylvania, who said the role of Christianity in politics hasn't just been this alliance of how to get people elected, but it has this element of things that have fed upon each other to create a monster, to create a monster, to create a monster that threatens democracy. Biden often cites his Catholic faith, which is a joke and frequently adds phrases such as God willing and by God to his speeches. But many Christians take little comfort from that. 
they shouldn't take any comfort because that man is not a Christian in any shape, form, type, rank, or order. It's the truth. There's no comfort you can take in a lie. Amen. Biden is fundamentally trying to remake America, and the church stands in his way, McDonald said. And if you can't destroy the church with all of his policies, then he's going to try to co-opt the church as much as possible. Traditional Christian expressions of faith are very much at odds with the Biden administration and the democratic agenda, Breen said. Whether you're looking at the woke agenda, the transgender agenda, or the abortion agenda, traditional Christian principles and faith elements stand opposed diametrically and coherently to those left-wing philosophies. It's not just Christianity, traditional Judaism, something, traditional Muslim, same thing. And people of faith may have their theological differences, but as a whole, they should all be united in opposition to the progressive woke agenda. According to World Watch List, compiled by Open Doors, which advocates on behalf of persecuted Christians worldwide, acts of violence targeted at Christians are today at the highest level since it began collecting data 30 years ago. Today, more than 360 million Christians experience high and extreme levels of persecution and discrimination for their faith, the report reads. In 1993, when the Open Doors World Watch list started, Christians faced high, very high, or extreme levels of faith in only four countries. 30 years on that number has nearly doubled to 76 countries. That means that worldwide, one in seven Christians now experience at least high levels of persecution and discrimination. Examples of persecution found in the study include execution, imprisonment, enslavement, kidnapping, rape, and forced marriages. Open Doors was founded in the late 1950s before the fall of communism in Europe which freed those living in the Soviet bloc from religious persecution. Today, authoritarianism is rising again across the globe with a smash and squeeze of persecution for Christians intensifying in countries such as China, Myanmar, and Turkey, the report reads. On March 27th, A person identified as transgender murdered six people, including three children, in a Christian school in Nashville. The following day, NBC News ran an article titled, Fear Pervades Tennessee's Trans Community Amid Focus on Nashville Shooters' Gender Identity. We want to thank the righteous judge for his intervention and adjudications in those matters. In Jesus' name, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning central banks are buying gold at a record pace in anticipation of fiat currency collapse. Meanwhile, the commercial banking sector is imploding. Just today, three more banks were halted 
on the stock exchange as their stock prices collapse. Those three banks are PacWest Bank, Bank Corps, Western Alliance, and Metropolitan Bank. More bank failures are imminent. Fiat currencies are collapsing by design. The goal of the corrupt establishment is to take out the small and medium, mid-sized banks and leave just a few giants standing holding all the assets. J.P. Morgan, anyone? Absolutely not. We remember the British Isles, the Golden Isles. We remember Brunswick. Why would we want J.P. Morgan? Once the small and mid-sized banks are destroyed, the powers that be will initiate the collapse of the dollar and attempt to force everyone into central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, which will be the final nail in the coffin of human freedom. Just yesterday, I interviewed Chris Colson the CEO of Treasure Island, about this very scenario. I also interviewed Michael Yan about the globalist invasion being staged through the U.N.-funded migrant camps in Panama near the Darien Gap. A mass of millions is being gathered to bum-rush the U.S. southern border in the weeks ahead, overwhelming border protection services and flooding the U.S.A., with an actual invasion of forced migrants intended to replace the American people. As the American Military News reports, Representative Andy Biggs said, the Mexican cartels are preparing to flood the United States southern border with between 700,000 and 1 million illegal immigrants when Title 42 is lifted in an effort to overwhelm U.S. Customs and Border Protection. I just got off the phone with a county supervisor from my state, sits right on the border. They just had a briefing with the sector chiefs from San Diego through Yuma to Tucson, and they are told that there's between 700,000 and a million people massing south of the border that when Title 42 goes away, the cartels have planned to overwhelm the system, Duke said. Once made, female model, now dumpster diving for food, lives on streets of L.A. Biden's economic policies are causing mass homelessness, destitution, and desperation. Polish general says they're run out of, ammuni- of ammunition for Ukraine. U.S. military has very little industrial capacity to manufacture munitions. U.S. gunpowder facility blew up two years ago and still isn't operational. Sixty percent of Americans agree the corporate media pushes misinformation. Biden punishing people with good credit by raising their mortgage loan rates. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. voices opposition to biological men, competing against women on women's sports teams. Interview with Gold Industry Insider Treasure Island about supply and demand. Interview, and it just goes on and goes on. Yon calls for the American people to defend their own borders since the government won't. The Biden administration is preparing to deploy 1,500 active duty troops to the U.S.-Mexican border 
ahead of the anticipated end of Title 42, a Trump-era public health policy that helped stem the flow of illegal immigrants into the United States. Defense Secretary Lord Austin approved the deployment according to Pentagon's first spokesperson, Brigadier General Pat Ryder. At the request of the Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Austin approved the temporary Department of Defense increase of an additional 1,500 military personnel to supplement U.S. Customs and Border Protection efforts on the U.S. southwest border. Ryder said in a statement, for 90 days, these 1,500 military personnel will fill critical capability gaps such as ground-based detection, monitoring, data entry, warehouse support, until CBP can address these needs through contracted support, his statement added. Military personnel will not directly participate in law enforcement activities. This deployment to the border is consistent with other forms of military support to the Department of Homeland Security over many years. The Department of Defense did not immediately receive the news request for comment. The announcement comes after Representative Biggs warned that the Mexican cartels are preparing to flood the United States southern border with between 700,000 and 1 million illegal immigrants when Title 42 is lifted in an effort to overwhelm U.S. Customs and Border Protection. During an appearance on Steve Bannon's show, Biggs said that the CBP does not have enough resources or personnel to keep them in detention and processing facilities. When those facilities get full, they're going to just take pictures. They're not even going to do full-on processing. They're going to take pictures, if we're lucky, fingerprints, but probably not even that, Biggs warned. And then they're going to release them right into the local communities along the border. It will be unlike anything we've ever seen, he added. CBP encounters at the southwest border reached 2,378,944 by the end of fiscal year 2022 topping the previous year's record-breaking total of 1,734,686. This year, the CBP has already recorded more than 1.2 million encounters. Big said CBP officials are telling schools, I'm sorry, you're screwed. As millions of illegal immigrants walk into the United States with ease, the Biden administration continues to insist the border is closed. Lies, lies, and more lies. We do expect that encounters at our border, southern border will increase as smugglers are seeking to take advantage of this change and already are hard at work spreading disinformation that the border will be open after that. High encounters will place a strain on our entire system, including our dedicated and heroic workforce and communities. Secretary Mayorka said Thursday, Let me be clear, our border is not open and will not be open after May 11th. Sure. That's what he said. But what will he do? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're in a a group that tells lies, don't expect truth to come out of there. Isn't that right, Brother Mark? That is right. They're in their mouth. 
Lord, and you know what you do to liars. It's not a very healthy thing. So, Father, we ask for your intervention, adjudication for all these things and all the various people who are supposed to be government officials, selected, appointed, mafia leaders, sounds like. Almost reminds me way back in the 60s or 70s when the Democrat machine in Chicago was known to be rather corrupt. Apparently, that wasn't the only one. But, Father, you made it really, really clear. Where is that? It's in Proverbs 19. It talks about how you deal. And he said, your word is forever settled. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will not pass away. Father, we pray for those who are despitefully using us. If you can save any of their souls, at least some of the underlings, at least some of those in the military, some of those in the positions of power and authority that have any authority whatsoever to stand up for what's the truth, including local government officials, Father God, and including those in the, uh, the the police forces and the whatever uh, sheriff's departments. How about the sheriff's departments, Father, in Jesus' name? Because they're supposed to be the, the ultimate authority in each state, in Jesus' name, each commonwealth, Father. In Jesus' name, so I ask, Father, you said a false witness in, in Proverbs 19.5, a, a false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. And it says in verse 9 of Proverbs 19, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. So all these people, Father God, that are practicing on this full moon of of, of the 5th of May, Father God, we return all the curses written and are spoken, including from the alternative news media. Father God, some of them are just trying to alert people, but they might cause some people to get into fear. And we know fear. It's the opposite of faith. They both look forward to the future and demand to be fulfilled. But you said if we ask anything in faith and not wavering, that you'll rescue us. Because you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Jesus' name is, Jesus means Savior. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Not Trump. Not Gungadin, no one, but Jesus. I don't know where that came from. Father, you're the only one. Send your word, your son. You sent Jesus in your name. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, because we bless your holy, holy, holy name. That's the name written in blood. And that's how the Jewish people escaped out of Egypt, Father God. Those Egyptians, they worshiped all kinds of false gods. And you don't like people that worship false gods. So, Father God, the people in this nation, some of them who call themselves Christians, some of them call themselves Catholics, and maybe they're not even really Catholics. Father God, some, like some of the political appointees or whatever. Father God, we ask that you deliver us from their plans and wiles and schemes, Father, in Jesus' name. And we ask for divine intervention and adjudication in Jesus' name. Every witchcraft curse we render, render sinful into our neighbors, sinful into their bosom, their reproach, their reproach to the old Lord, in Jesus' name, according to Proverbs, excuse me, according to Psalm 79, 12, and also Proverbs, uh, chapter 6, verses 30 and 31. And we thank you for exposing what the enemy is doing. And because we've been praying about this, Father God, some of these things that used to take a long time to come to light, they're coming to light much more rapidly these days, Father God. It used to take months, or sometimes years, for some of this stuff to come to light. But you're bringing it to light. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you that you're exposing what's going on so your people can pray and know what to do. And thank you that your sheep hear your voice. <clears throat> and you said, 
For nothing is secret in Proverbs in Luke eight seventeen. Nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest. Neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So I ask you to bring uh, to the light what's really going on in the Department of Defense. What's really going on in the various governmental branches of various nations, and not just the United States, not just what's going on over in um, what we used to call Holland. <clears throat> they don't want that to call us Holland anymore. They don't want people to have nations. Probably. They apparently don't even want people to have farmers in their nations, especially really good farmers that really know what they're doing. Father, you don't even want them. They don't want them to do any farming in any nation. <clears throat> Where did the Pennsylvania Dutch come from anyway? Well, the Dutch that are in Ohio, uh, they just kind of mess up some of their water and their air out there recently with that planned derailment. I mean, that accident that happened out there at the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania. And that's where some of those Dutch farmers moved here many, many, many years ago, Father God. And they're really good at what they do. And we thank you for them. Those that actually know how to be good husbands of what your, the earth is, the Lord's and the form, and it's your earth, Lord. But you gave us dominion, according to Psalm 115, with you, Lord. And together with God, nothing shall be impossible. And you said, if two of you on earth, I agree, just anything you ask, it shall be done, and my Father should have for all these various different and some of the overlapping topics, Father God, that Pastor Sabrina has just read through. We thank you for your due diligence to, it's hard for somebody, but much prefers to fix their eyes on Jesus, which is much healthier anyway for our peace of mind, because that will keep them in perfect peace of mind to stay on me. Even as you showed the pastor's wife when she was in her 80s and had just come out of a cardiac catheterization some years ago, and she was feeling in the natural kind of alone. She was sitting on a a stretcher on a gurney with just a thin blanket over her. She had a, 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 a bag in her going from where they just shoved a thing up and to look at her heart. And she was very, very cold, shaking from head to toe. And as soon as she remembered that one verse, that will keep him in perfect peace, his mind, his mind has stayed on me. She felt this sudden warmth and comfort. And she sensed Jesus' presence, because you said, Lord, I'm with you always, and I, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. So the world hasn't ended yet. Now, we, we know that the things are going to change in this realm, Father God. Just like old clothes, they get wrapped up, maybe put out for, you know, some somebody else who really needs them. Father God, you know, some clothes that are just too many holes to mend anymore. Father God, but you said you, you're going to create new heavens and new earth, so we don't have to worry about it. What are we going to do? Oh, we might just be taken out of here. We don't know when the rapture is. Pat Holiday, some of the other uh, ministers and pastors listened to for years, really believed in the pre-trib rapture. And that may well be. But then again, I don't know for 100% for sure. Because there's equal arguments on both sides with that, Father God. And even as Corrie Ten Boom wasn't quite so sure as what happened to her sister, they said, oh, we will not have to go through any kind of hardships or trials when her sister was in the concentration camp, Father God. And that's long before this time, Father so, Father God, we know that sometimes Christians have some challenges, and persecution has been ramping up because the devil knows his time is really, 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 really short. So we know it's a spiritual battle. For ultimately, it's a spiritual battle. But we know ultimately, Jesus, you've already won the victory. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. He might destroy the works of the devil in 1 John 3, 8. And for as much sin as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself, the Messiah, the Lord Jesus, he himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had, past tense, had the power of death, that is the devil. The devil doesn't have it. There's only one we have to be afraid of. We don't have to be afraid of the government. 
It might be annoying if they came knocking really early if we were asleep. It might be really annoying and all of that, but we don't have to answer the door necessarily. If they want to go to all that trouble to try and scare people, we can just go back into their face and say, boo, back at you in Jesus' name. Because great is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And we thank you for filling us with your very spirit, Lord. We thank you for filling us drink into one spirit with you, Lord. For he's joined unto the Lord as one spirit. And it's not our strength. In our weakness, you are strong. And recently, Father God, I know I've been feeling challenged. And, and it, it, many people have been challenged in different things going on in the world, Father God. Lots of different changes going on. I'm not just trying to change the financial system. But you said that that's just a man-created thing. Just to, and they want to come up with a different man-created thing. But, but what you created, Lord, that's, that, you know, that's going to remain the earth and the moon and the planet and the sun. Those things change, don't change in, in, in a heartbeat. Then there may be little, little signs in the skies of, of what's going on, Father God. You talk about that many places, Father God, including Joel chapter 2 and Acts chapter 2 and the book of Revelation, I think it might be chapter 8. You talk about sun, signs in the moon and the stars. And you said in the last days, people's hearts will fail them for fear. So we don't want our hearts to fail for fear. So we speak shalom, complete peace to our hearts, hypothalamuses, every gland and organ, complete peace in Jesus' name. Because Jesus says, peace give I unto you, not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And why does he say that? Because he knows what's coming. He's lived outside of time and space, and he's back with the Father, and he's interceding for each and every one of us. And he knows what we're all going through because he came as a man. He knows what it's like to live as a man. Who knows if he bumped his thumb with a hammer working with a carpenter? I don't think he swore. He might, <laughs> might have a bit of a challenge praising the Lord always. But he had a lot worse physical discomfort, let alone emotional and psychological discomfort when he came into his own, and his own received him not. So he was despised and rejected. And do we think we're above our king, our Lord? He was despised and rejected. He says the prophet's not without honor in his own nation. So those that are true prophets, they, they're they often maligned by their family and friends, being, you know, something of the past, archaic, or not in touch with the times. Get with the times. But our times are in your hands, Lord. So we ask for your divine help and adjudication, considering what they're trying to do to these poor farmers in, in, in the in what is really Holland, the, in the, the Dutch government's plans, Father God, the European Green Deal. And what is the Green Deal? It is really like a watermelon, somebody said. It looks green on the outside, but inside it's just like a watermelon. It's bright red. Uh, you know, I like watermelons in the summertime, quite juicy, but this is a different kind of red. This is the communism red. This is to get rid of Christianity. This is to get rid of family unit. Get rid of, of, of you know, one one husband, one wife, and children, the, the nuclear family. Pat Holiday, even before she was a Christian, was so concerned about trying to protect the, the God-given family unit because they were trying to destroy that all those years ago, Father God, even before she came into the faith. Well, you got a hold of her, Lord, and you did it in a rather astonishing way. So we have to get a hold of all the descendants of every believer, Father God, and all those people with faith, whether they be Jew or Gentiles, whatever they are, people that have faith in the one true creator God, Father God, not the phony gods, not the gods that they go worship or the, you know, the ones that say God has no son. They're some of the phony gods, the ones that, that they go and they, they sacrifice animals and, and they sacrifice humans. 
to shed blood to a rather sick creature. Those that worship mammon, those that go worship uh, a statue of, of a bull at Wall Street or something, Father God, because we know that that's a temporary fleeting thing. Well, what about my 401k or whatever they call it? What about my retirement plan? Well, our security is in you, Lord. Lord's my shepherd, my shepherd, not just somebody else's shepherd. He's my good shepherd. Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. I, my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He knows each one of us, and he's keeping us as the apple of his eye. Father God, you were in the Lord Jesus when he went to the tree to hang there for each of us. And you put, set him forth to be that propitiation, as, pa- excuse me, as Pastor Sabrina was talking about, that substitute and sacrifice for our sins. And that's your faith, Father God. We live by the faith of the Son of God. Where did he get that faith from? He got it from you, Father. Whom God set forth the propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are what? Passed through the forbearance of God. But what kind of sins can keep us out of heaven? How about fear? How about strife? So that's what we have to pray for those who despise Jesus. Those that are human beings. And some people look like humans that might not be. Might already be a blend of human and AI. They might be just outright AI. They might be something else. You talk about it in the Daniel chapter 2, it might be 4, I don't remember right now, but it says that, 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 that you can't mix them together. As iron is not mixed with miry clay. That, there's that, that some things just don't mix. Elon Musk's little AI robots don't really mix with God-given DNA. So, Father God, we ask you to grant each of us your discernment in every one of these areas to who to pray for and how to pray, Father God. And we bind every demonic spirit sent against every member of the body of Christ those in every nation, Father God, whether they're in Pakistan and those that are coming to faith in Pakistan, whether the children, Father God, that are they're trying to brainwash them over there too. The, the people that fled from, from Afghanistan, they're trying to brainwash the children. This transgender perversion, Father, we bind every spirit of perversion. Satan, you the mind blinder, you the so-called strong man, you are bound according to Mark 326 and 27. We see confusion, division, the enemy's camp. Confusion, division, division, confusion, division, confusion to the enemy's camp because we know there's a battle going on. And some of it's between the global elites. That's why there's different countries that are aligning against the U.S. dollar because the U.S. dollar has been used by the U.S. government and actually by the central bankers based out of London to control people. That's why they sent the army in there to do all these things. Because what was it, uh, Iran or what, Iraq or whatever, Iraq, they, they wouldn't, you know, they wanted to sell some of their oil in a, in a different currency. They said, oh, you can't do that. We're coming in with an army. Oh, we're going to say you have weapons of mass destruction. No evidence, no proof. And afterwards, uh, I guess we were wrong. How many lives were shed? How much blood was shed? How many millions of hundreds of millions of dollars? Not that that makes any difference. Of course, it used to be worth a little bit back then, turning down to pennies. Because the dollar keeps diminishing, diminishing day by day in value because the inflation is creeping up. They pretend it's only 8%. It's whatever, wishful thinking. Father God, because we know from other sources that inflation is much higher for basics. So basic things people actually buy, food and fuel and things like that, medical care. Not that we should go to the witch doctor for medical care. It's better to go to the creator God. Better to call on Jesus who makes house calls and he doesn't charge. He just wants our hearts and our souls. And we should give them to him anyway, because he made us. He knows how to protect us. And we weren't created for our pleasure. That's what it says in that last verse of Revelation chapter 4. We're created for his good pleasure. 
And it's also in Colossians chapter 2 or 3, something in chapter 3. So, Father, we're here for your pleasure and your pleasure, Lord Jesus. We ask for divine help and adjudication in every one of these instances. Father, deliver all the children, not just the children, not just the children of Pakistan, those from Afghanistan, and those in Afghanistan, including those people, Father God, that were actually helping you. Not just in the sun, but 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 in